NBA Straya. How are you going? How are you going? You're right. I hope so. It is Thursday, January 18. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBit. Uh, you can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL. Uh, what else? We do the Football Today podcast. The Cricket Today podcast, all oh, that good stuff. I'm here in Larry Armour Studios, expected to be actually in the uh, work studio today, but managed to get a uh, last-minute doctor's appointment, so I had to uh, rush home and back over this side of the city. I'll talk about that in a second, because uh, your mate Jim's going to have an unscheduled break in a little bit. Anyway, uh, we got a trade today, but that was kind of overshadowed by the very sad passing of uh, one of the Warriors... Uh, assistant coaches, which is really sad. So, uh, Dejan Miliosevic, which is really, really fucking sad. So, uh, Josh Giddy is a free man, and we've got nine games uh, because that Warriors game was actually postponed, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, but we'll break down the Siakam trade and a bunch of other stuff. We'll fly through the game wraps just because I've got to get in and out pretty quick because it's already really late because I've just spent a lot of time in doctors' waiting rooms, haven't I? Right, so we'll cover all off. Off all the games of the NBA Australia Game Rest, we've got That's on an knife, old mate, no mate, spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got some Yanazi on popular opinion of the day and our back take us. We were serving up a flame grilled take. There is a Shane Hill shooter shoot, shoot your shot, light him up board, and a pick and preview for the five games tomorrow. There are some uh, pretty interesting ones for your Friday, so that'll be kind of cool. Uh, and that'll be it. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Episode 1021 of NBA Australia. Oh, it's over age, hooray. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better... Got to watch out for the Anthony Penny Simons attack if you're the uh, Brooklyn Nets or the DeJunte Murray attack if you're Palo Bancaro and the Orlando Magic. That was good. A couple of good game winners today. A couple of blowouts as well. Anyway, we'll get into that in the daily. Oh, it's a whip around. This is a gym. Yeah, that's right. Deja Miliasevich, uh, very sadly, passed away after a medical emergency uh, the night before. Well, our night, right? So. Just a very sad sort of situation, right? The Warriors' assistant coach um, has a heart attack, seemingly, and passes away. And the Raptors' head coach, Darko Rajakovic, was also just like, this is just fucking horrible. So Steve Kerr said, we are absolutely devastated by Dejan's sudden passing. It's a shocking and tragic blow for everyone associated with the Warriors. An incredibly difficult time for his family, friends, and all of us who have had the incredible pleasure of working with him. So, yeah, it's absolutely brutal. Uh You've got Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Hawks. He's also Serbian. Uh, didn't want to talk about it, all this sort of shit. And yeah, it's really fucking sad, man. So, ugh, not great. Not great. Uh, other news. Should we go? To, let's do the Giddy thing. Giddy uh, was found to have no charges to answer to. There was no evidence to corroborate any claims. So the police have closed any investigation into uh, the allegations. He had an improper relationship with an underage girl. Um, I love that it's allegations. It's like, 
There is an anonymous Twitter post on the Twitter machines, and uh, we better investigate it. It's like, all right. Uh, So the statement said, after a thorough and exhaustive examination, we've completed our investigation into information that was circulating on social media involving Josh Giddy. Our detectives have reviewed all of the available information and were unable to corroborate any criminal activity related to Mr. Giddy. Uh, So, yeah. Amazing. What an absolute fucking shit show this was, huh? What an absolute fucking travesty. The NBA would go, oh, nah, he's fine. He's just going to go out there and play, man. And they don't fucking do anything. I'll talk about this again later, but bunch of shitbirds. Yeah. Uh, like even Adam Silver, it's like, yeah, we'll figure it out as we go, man. We'll figure it out. We don't really want to say anything. We work with law enforcement to the extent they share with us the information they have. We gather what information is available to us, and we work alongside a police department, in this case, or a DA, as long as they say we're not interfering. All right. So, uh, yeah, this was fucked for poor Gids. I mean, the entire situation's fucked, especially, obviously, if she was fucking underage, or if anything improper actually happened. Of course, we don't have any fucking proof of anything, so what a shit show. Absolute shit show for everybody. Uh, right, what else have we got? Get a couple of other little bits. Oh, that's right. I trade. Mur, 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 mur. Pascal Sikkim Siakam is off to the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Indy sent Bruce Brown, Jordan Noir, and three first rounders to the Raps. Uh, it. You might go, Jeez, Jim, that's a lot of first rounders. It's like, yeah, only two of them are their own. Uh, the third one is a really weird one where it's like the, uh, the what is it, the worst available first rounder of like a four team sort of thing, right? Where you have this sort of weird mess of teams who have sort of swapped, changed around all this sort of shit. So it's the 2024 indie pick. And then the lesser of get this, the worst pick of Utah, Houston, the Clippers, Oklahoma city's picks. Well, the third is the uh, 2026 Indiana pick, which uh, is pretty good. So they said we're incredibly excited to welcome Pascal to Indiana, said Kevin Pritchard. He's a a two-time All-NBA selection and two-time All-NBA All-Star, man. Pascal is a player our organization has long admired and respected. So, all right, cool. No shit. I love it. I'll talk about it again in a second in the old uh, year, Naj, but it's a pretty solid move, I reckon. I've got a bit of time for... uh, the old Pascal and especially his fit on the pace is we actually sort of broke this one down already, like on yesterday's show, right? But uh, losing Brown obviously was going to hurt, but and that's what they sort of need to replace now, uh, just that sort of extra wing defender. Uh, and people will be like, oh, it's a lot to give up, but it's like really it's a shit first rounder, your own first rounder this year in a weak draft. So two shit firsts in a weak draft. And then your own first in 2026. It's a shit ton to give up for a bloke who hasn't extended. But we sort of mentioned this on yesterday's show, right? It's like, oh, he doesn't want to talk about extensions and stuff. He wants to go into free agency. But then Woj has come out and said, yo, yeah, he's super stoked to figure this out with 
He's excited about the deal to the Pacers and and expected to be eager to work out a new contract with the franchise this summer. AKA, yeah, I want to stick around as long as you, you know, back up the Brinks truck. So, sure. Uh, for Toronto, the other side, it's like, yeah, they sent its own first rounder uh, to the Spurs, protected one to six last year for the teenage mutant Jakob Pertle trade. Uh, but now they've restocked a little bit with the OG and Siakam trades, which is good. It does seem weird, though, because their entire justification for the Pirtle trade was like, yeah, we look, we think the 2024 draft is a bit fucking shit, man, so we're not really that upset about giving up a first to go get our man Jakob. Now they're like, we've got all the 2024 picks. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Sure. Uh, but good on them. They also had to waive uh, Christian Coloco. And Indy had to wave uh, James Johnson, old blood sport himself, which is a uh, okay one. Uh, but really, it's a pr- bit of a win-win, right? So it's kind of cool for the Raps to sort of get three firsts, which Masai can parade around and go, oh, I got three firsts for Siakam. They gave up, you know, they got, what, RJ back in return for VOG Ananobi. Nick's stuff, you know. So he's got a bit. Good on him. Don't mind it. But for Indy, just overall, I feel like this raises their ceiling a little bit. And in terms of the tiers, I think it doesn't really quite vault. Like, if they can make one more sort of kick the tires move or just get that sort of next solid wing defender, like, I don't mind them giving up the draft picks because you've already got Benny Matherin and Jarris Walker in the pipeline, a couple of uh, very recent lottery picks who appear to be pretty bloody good. You've already got Halliburton. You've got Miles Turner. You've got, you've still managed to hold on to ain't no stopping OB topping. You've now got Siakam there as well. Like, if you can just get that extra wing defender, dude, you might be all right. So we get for healed, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but still, good stuff for Indy. I think it still keeps them in that second tier, though, in the East. But it is, it does give them much more of a puncher's chance. I think I talked about this on yesterday's show, right? So you got Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly in that sort of top tier. And then the morass follows of the Cavs, the Knicks, the Heat, and the Pacers. And then there's probably another bit of a gap. Magic are kind of snipping at their heels a little bit. And then you got the sort of Bulls, Hawks, Nets, Raptors sort of groups. Uh, this pushes the Pacers basically, you know, once Halliburton gets back, right back into the sort of top six in the East easily. And uh, you can see how they would be able to match up against pretty much all the other teams in that tier and sort of give themselves like a bit of a pain in the ass, shit, if things break our way, we could actually outduel one of the top three teams perhaps in the playoffs. So you just want to give yourself a bit of a chance sometimes, and this definitely fucking helps that. So good job. I love it for Indy. Oh, they gave up too much. No, they didn't. Settle down. DeAndre Ayton missed the game today. Jeez, did he just not want to play basketball, Jim? Maybe. Uh, Because of sheet ice. He tried for hours to combat the sheet of ice leading out of his uh, neighborhood. The team sent people to help out as well, but it's no avail apparently. So DeAndre Ayton missed the game. I just think he was upset because he knew that the Grim Reefer, a.k.a. the Great Barry Reef, a.k.a. Doop Reef, was out there going to, you know, keep taking his job. So just a bit of a sookie sookie la la. Uh, and, yeah, we've got a bit of a, I don't know, Ant-Man tried to delete a rim. DeJunte got a game winner. We had the other game winner from Anthony Penny Simons. Fun, weird day. So... Without further ado, shall we get into a little bit 
of the game raps. Game raps. That's right, the game raps from today. We have pretty wild Minnesota Detroit game where Detroit gave them a little bit of a run for their money. Uh, Wolves win at 124-117. Ant-Man deleted that room. He had 27-8. and 8. 23 for Jaden McDaniels. Looking real good again. Uh, 8 of 11 from the floor. Same as Rudy Gobert, who had 19 and 16 rebounds. 27-6 and 4 for Cat. Uh, this was a shit pumping until it wasn't. And sort of Detroit put up a little bit of a fight. It was kind of nice. But they shot the hell out of it. They went 15 to 30 from downtown and 50% from the floor as well, uh, the Wolves. Whereas, look, Jaden Ivey. Monty Williams might have been the last person in the fucking world to realize that Jaden Ivey is awesome. He was unreal today. 32, 4, and 6. He shot 13 and 22, 4, 6 from deep. You've still got 16, 11 from Duran. You got 20 from Bojan. They put up a fight, and Pistons fans will just be like, that's good, we're happy with that. Pistons now 4-37, Wolves 29-11. Pistons fans will be like, we just win some more games. Orlando and Atlanta played an absolute ball terror, 104. The Magic men just fall short on the against the Hawks because DeJunte Murray waved off everybody and hit the game winner after Palo hit the game tire. And uh, weird fun game. Really strange one. Back and forth the entire time. DeJunte Murray was awesome. 26-5-5 for him. 18-12 and 12 for Trey. And uh, look, I did release a little video of like spuds of the uh, year. And people are like, oh, Trey, come on, man. He's averaging 26-10, and 10, Jim. Yeah, he's also shooting like absolute dog shit. Don't let that one escape your attention. Oh, he's been really good, man. He had eight turnovers to go with his 12 assists today. Fuck off. Trey Young, not actually that good. 5 of 14 shooting, 1 of 6 from the floor from 3, 18 and 12, 8 turnovers. Yeesh. Uh, but DeJunte, oh, we're going to trade him. It's like, yeah, all he did was hit the game winner and deliver a 26, 5 and 5. Come on, mate. Uh, 26 for Palo. He had 16 for Jalen Suggs as well because he's a weapon. 18 for Wendell. Mark Fultz took a running jumper sort of in the paint, or close to the paint. And the magic... Well, the Hawks uh, announcers just laughed. It's like, man, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> it's like, yeah, my shoulder hurts after watching that. It's like, fuck, that is brutal. Uh, jingles, three points, four rebounds, three assists. Not bad. Uh, but, yeah, the Orlando Magic thought they had this. Then they didn't quite have it. And they really need Franz Wagner back, I think. They also need to go and trade for DeJunte. So, just saying, you guys have played against each other today. Let's make a deal. Come on. Uh, right. What else do we have? We had San Antonio got shit pumped by... Oh, we should actually read out some of the, the uh, standings now, I guess, for the Orlando Magic. They're 22 and 19. 9 and 14 away. That's uh, one to keep an eye on, just saying. Uh, the Hawks, 17 and 23. Uh, San Antonio Bandera Spurs got shit pumped by the Celtics, 117-98. Uh, Wemby was the only bloke who showed up. 27 and 5 for him uh, in 27 minutes. Five turnovers. 21 for Devin Vassell. Uh, 0 5 from downtown, though. What a legend. God, he's, oh, this team is bad. 7 of 34 from 3 for the Spurs. 24 for Tatum. Yeah, 22 for Giroux. Yeah, Jalen Brown go for 21. Uh, no Derek White. He ducked his old team. Uh, no Extreme Zinger Meal, which is a bit of a sad one. Extreme Zinger Meal. Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, 12 points. Good on him. Uh, a lot of threes by the Celtics. 18 of 38. Yeah. 
when the Spurs hit 7-34, if you can uh, hit 11 more threes in the other team, you're probably going to win it. That's what they did. So good job by the Celtics taking care of business. That's a, what is it, 20 straight at home, 20-0. Unbelievable. And now 32-9, Spurs, 7-33. Milwaukee got shit pumped by the Cleveland. Cleveland! Cavaliers. No Giannis Antetokounmpo. Didn't matter. Like, this was a fucking laugher out of the gate. It was like 21-2. Like, just sitting there watching this and laughing, going, Milwaukee scored two points in the first half of the first quarter. And the Cavs are running away with it. And that's what happened. 17 for Dame with five assists. He shot 7-20. Brutal. Uh, 11 for Lopez. Two points for Chris Middleton on 1-10 shooting. Oh, geez, Jim, is he going to get a bit of a look in for spot of the night? You better believe it. God damn it. 1-10. Just shocking. Uh... Fighting Bobby Porter said 16, 15 for Crowder. He returned. Good to see that. He had 4 or 10 from 3, but just fuck all else going on for the Buckaroos. They went 38 of 95 from the floor. That's 40%. Not good. Uh, Donnie Mitchell was good. 31, 5 and 7 for him. They have really sort of hit onto a bit of a uh, a vibe, this Cavs team, haven't they? Without Mobley, without Darius Rucker, Judy Garland, it feels like it's just a slipstream version of the Cavs, and they love it. They really do. It's that sort of question of like, yeah, is the redundancy built in of Mitchell and Garland as well as Allen and Mobley? Does it sort of just go, do we only need two of these at any one time? It's like, yeah, probably. Is it better to have all four? Of course. But <laughs> is it more effective? Maybe not. Uh, 21 and 13 for Jarrett. Go the throw Allen as well. He had 33 for the minibus. He's going to pop up again in a second. He went five or six from downtown. 13 and 14 from the floor. I love him. Friend of the program, George Niang. Uh, 59% uh, they shot from the floor, and that's a big, 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 big win. They fucking straight killed them. So he got straight killed. Bucks dropped the 28 and 13. Cleveland 24 and 15. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what happened. Right. What else do we have? We had some other games. No, we really did. Oh, I love it when my uh, screen decides to freak out. That's what it's doing. Great job, everybody. Don't know why it does it, but here we are. I just want to move to the next game, bro. What are they doing? Uh, we have the Knickerbockers of New York City beating the Houston Rockets 109-94. Yep. This is it. I keep yelling at you about this, don't I? Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. The Rockets are like, we need to get some veterans in and teach them how to win. Apparently at the expense of their games as well. 15-7 and seven with five turnovers for Jalen Green. He shot 6-15 and 0-5 from downtown. Jabari Smith Jr. is like an afterthought at this point. 11-6 for him in 31 minutes. Uh, Shingun, 18-10-5 with four blocks. Awesome. 24-12 for Fred Van Vliet of the fight in Van Vliet's. Like, I just don't want Dylan Brooks on my Houston Rockets shooting four of 13. I don't want him shooting 13 times. There has got to be a direct correlation for, like, any time that Dylan Brooks shoots more than eight times in a game, you could almost guarantee that the Rockets find themselves in a lot of trouble when that happens. Just brutal. Feed Green. Anyway, El Jefe Green at 9-5. and five, But uh, this was all the Knicks fucking bit of showtime. This one, this was really good. It was a good second half. Great. Well, yeah, let's say great. They kicked the shit out of him in the second half, the Knicks. The OG Ananobi had four steals, 15 points, 31-8-4 for Randall, 30 for Jalen Brunson in his return. He just makes them look so much better. It's ridiculous. So good stuff by them. Josh ah, had 10-14 and 14 rebounds. Just sick. And uh, Azure Hartenstein, hello, had 7, 11, and 5 with two steals and two blocks. Knicks, 24 and 17. Rockets, 19 and 21. Hey, Jim, what's their away record? Is it still dog shit? 
Yes. Uh, we had Miami just get fucking, again, straight killed. So he got straight killed. By Toronto. Post-trade Toronto. Loved it. They're just like, this is great. Siakam was the problem all along. They fucking killed the Heat. Seriously, they scored, what was it, 33 points? 43 points in the first half, I think, total, Miami. And they were down 35. It was absolutely gross. So Butler, 16 points. Bam, 16, 5, and 4. 16 for there goes my hero. He shot 7 of 20. Uh, Duncan, I like to have a beer with Duncan Robinson. 6 of 11 for his 14. Uh, They went 6 of 28 from 3, did the Heat. It's not good, is it, Jim? No, it's not. Considering that Gary Terrence Trent Darby did that by himself, he went 8 of 9 from downtown. Maybe this was the problem. Maybe they just needed to start Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. next to RJ and Scoob. Because that worked. 8 of 9 from 3. Bloody hell. Uh, 28 points for Gary. He was awesome. 26, 8 and 3 for RJ. 20 points, 8 assists and 5 rebounds for Scoob. He was fantastic. Denny Schroeder came off the bench. He had 9 points. That's a good win. Quickly, 6 of 16 shooting as well, 17 points. But they fucking flat out smashed the heat. Had 41 points on them in the first half. They dropped 78, well, 41 points in the first quarter, rather, 78 in the first half. It's just sick. They went 20 of 38 from downtown. Good win for the Raptors. They're now 16 and 25. They snapped the losing streak. The heat dropped to 24 and 17. You had Charlotte get fucking smasherated by the Pelicans. That was the Pelicans, not the Pelicans today, 132, 112. The Hornets. Oh, but Lamelo is good. 29, 5, and 7. Great. What's he won? 4 of 12 from 3. 8 of 19 from the floor. 8 of 20 from Miles Bridges. That piece of shit. 19, 4, and 3 for him. Terry Rouse. He hit 7, 11 from downtown too. He had 25 and has already gone, yeah, look, if I'm going to get traded, I'd fucking love to go to Miami. It's like, hey, Terry, you're still playing for Charlotte, mate. What are you doing? PJ Hamilton, Washington, 3, 9, 3, 7 points off the bench. This team is a fucking horror show. They went 19 to 45 from downtown and still got blown out by 20. Uh, it's because they let the other team hit 25 threes. That's a lot. It's a lot. In fact, it's a Pelicans franchise record. <sighs> Amazing gear. 6 of 9. Nice. From Jordan Hawkins. 5 of 12 for Trey Murphy. 7 of 11 for Brandon Spindles Ingram. He had a triple double. He had 28, 10, and 10. Zion. 80's way to 13 points and 9 assists. 22 for CJ McCollum. Good win for the Pals, taking care of business. They out-rebounded them, shot the piss out of it, uh, limited the turnovers, moved the ball, looked awesome. But they were playing Charlotte. So, yeah, 8 of 30 for Charlotte now. 8 and 30, and the Pals are 25 and 17. Uh, we had Dallas get flat-out smoked by the Lakers, 127-110. Uh, at one point, LeBron just polaxed fucking NBA Kanye. Luca had a triple-double at 33, 13, and 10, but they could never really stem the bleeding on defense because they're Alice, remember? There's no D there. Uh, Derek Lively played. He was really good again, 16, 11, but it feels like he's a one-man band on defense sometimes. And AD just ate it up. He had 28, 12, and 9 did Anthony Davis. 25, 8, and 8 for LeBron James. And this is it. Derek Lively can do what he wants in the middle, but if you're going to let D'Lo get off the hook, for 29, 4, and 3, and 5 of 7 from th- downtown. That's on your guards. It's not on Derek Lively, right? It's got to be that perimeter defense. No Josh Green. This is what happens. Tim Hardaway, the lesser, he had 12 and 4, shot 5 of 17, back to his old ways. Good to see that. Kyrie with 12 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists on 4 of 16 shooting. So you got to love it. Hardaway and Kyrie, what, both drop 40, 40 burgers together. And today they combined for 24 total points 
on 9 of 33 shooting. Gross! You best to believe it. Uh, 11 of 40 overall from downtown for the Mavs. But yeah, good win by the Lakers. Back to 521 and 21. Touring the Red Bull Prince. He had 9 points. Reeves had 14 and 7 assists. Handy stuff from Rui with a 6 and 4. 7 and 9 for Vanderbilt. Uh, so yeah, good settling win, but they just fucking outmuscled them in the third quarter and just ran over the top of them from there, right? That's got them by 15 points in the third and just kicked their ass. Bit of a rough one for the Mavs. They're now 24 and 18, 11 and 9 away. Lakers 15 and 7 home, feeling pretty good about themselves, but AD just misses the triple double. It would have been his second triple double in the last three games. So, bit of a tough one, but 28, 12 and 9, not bloody bad, bro. Not bloody bad. Fucking playing pretty awesome. Just saying. All-star Anthony Davis, you bets to believe it. But it was good to see Luca come back and get a triple-double. He only went 2-9 from 3, though. That sort of fucked him up. So, yeah. 3-21 <laughs> between Hardaway and Kyrie, though. Jesus. Rough as guts. Rough as guts. Uh, right. And then, finally, we had Brooklyn, Portland. 105-103. Uh, Portland win it on an Anthony Simons game winner. Uh, left point one of a second, or point two of a second left on the clock. Uh, Nets couldn't get the tip in, obviously, but that came after Cam Johnson. He had a very nice sort of runner game tire to get it to 103, and then they just were too slow on trying to double uh, our man Anthony Penny Simons. Like, they were saying, hey, we're going to double, and he's just like, well, yeah, and I just beat the double. And you're like, yeah, he did. But it's good to see the great barrier wreath was great again, 17-7-3 for him. Uh, for the Nets, look, burn this one to the ground. They're just shit. 19 points, 7 assists for Spencer Dinwiddie. Did fuck all for most of this game. Got them back into it in the second half. But, jeez, 12 and 12 for Nicky Claxton. 21, 4 and 4 for Mikael Bridges. 13 for Cam Johnson, but he goes 1 and 3 from downtown. Dorian Finney-Smith for 7 and 5. Uh, go get DeJunte Murray. That's all I ask. The Nets, you just need someone who's better than Spencer Dinwiddie because he's shit. Uh, Lonnie Walker had 13 points. Cam Thomas only managed eight on seven shots. Uh, he was not good. And yeah, the Nets just free fall. They're 16 and 24. They're 6 and 14 away from home. The Blazers have beaten them twice in the last, what, week and a half? Outside of that, the Blazers have lost basically uh, seven other games. So they've lost seven of their nine games, the last nine. The two wins are against the Nets. Hang your heads in shame, 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 the Nets. Absolute horrible gear. Uh, for the Blazers, Jeremy, Jeremy, 30 and 8 for Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. 14 and 26 shooting, not bad, 2 or 4 from deep. Brogdon, 16 and 6, 20 for Penny Simons on 20 shots, 8 of 20 he shot. Uh, but 17 and 7 for do up the Grim Reaper. I'll just say, look, he was awesome. Bloke was fan-fucking-tastic. So, anyway, Blazers 11-29, Nets 16-24. They're shit. Let's do it. Improve. Most out. The NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. I'll tell you what. Anthony Davis, jeez, that was good. He was awesome in that Mavs game because, I mean, as I mentioned, he nearly had a triple-double. Bloke can play a bit, Jim. Bloke can play a bit. Yeah, he can. I mean, against a rookie fucking big man, yeah. Talk about punching down, Anthony. Uh, it's still Anthony Penny Simons as well with the game when it was very cool. Uh, but how about George Niang? Can we give it to him? He shot 13 of 14 from the floor, 5 or 6 from 3. He had a career high, 
Five rebounds, two assists, one turnover. He was absolutely unreal. And of course, Jaden Ivey, 32-6-4. He was fantastic. Uh, so George Niang, Jaden Ivey, Anthony Davis, three best sort of performances. Brandon Spindles Ingram with his nice triple-double, the 28-10-10. Very cool as well. Gary Terrence Darby Jr. with the 28. Ant-Man with the 27-5-8, uh, where he absolutely fucking... Like, he dunked that ball so hard that it's like, what did the... Did the rim say some shit about his mum? Like, it was pretty gnarly. Randall was good. Donnie Mitchell was good. Uh, but George Niang, what a legend. The minibus! You love to see it. Bloody hell, he's good. He's fun as hell as well. What about Spud of the Night? Spud, 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 Spud of the Night. Chris Middleton, I mentioned that earlier, 1 of 10 shooting from the floor, 0 of 3 from downtown. He was just flat out bird. Uh, you had 0 of 3 for Cam Whitmore and Damian Jones. You did 0 of 4 for Mike Muscala for the Detroit Basketball Pistons. Now, Miles McBride went 0 of 4 as well. Uh, you had 1 of 7 for My Sweet Baby. Sadiq Bay went 1 of 7. Uh, a couple of 2 of 9 as well. Cody Martin and Jeremy Sohan. It was a weird day for some pretty bad shooting. And we never hit the magical number, which is a real goddamn shame because I was fired up to, you know crank it up and just let her rip, but here we are. Just never happened, did it? Just makes you a bit sad sometimes. Like, just, we, like, Alec Burks came so close, he shot 3 of 10. Cole Anthony went 3 of 10. You're like, what else do we have to do, man? What else do we have to do? We just want to play the drop. But not today, sir. Not today. It's a real shame. Uh, Middleton's 1 of 10, though. It's just one of those things like, yeah, you'll throw out the stinker every so often. You can't really stress too much about those ones, can you? You just want to make sure that he's healthy for the playoffs and you should be laughing from there. All right. What else? We've got a bit of uh, old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? Well, there's a couple of good ones here. James Johnson got waived again for a trade. It's the second time in two years. He's going to be like, what the fuck? Do I have to kickbox somebody's head in? Uh, There was also the Hawks fan who hit nine free throws in 30 seconds, which meant that he had, uh, there's 10 choices uh, to pick up, like all the suitcases, right? There's 10 suitcases, so he gets to pick nine of them. He missed all nine. All nine. He didn't get the prize. The 500 bucks was in the 10th one. Absolutely old mate, no mates. But then the real old mate, no mates is the only remaining member of the 2019 Toronto Raptors team is Chris Bobby Boucher, the only bloke left in Canada from that team. He's quite literally old mate, no mates. All his old mates... They're gone, mate. He's got no mates here, mate. The bloke's got no mates, mate. Get some fucking mates, Bobby. <laughs> Tough gear. It's just it's a little bit sad as well, isn't it? It's like it was only five years ago. Just the more things change, the more they stay the same. Time keeps on moving on. You get sad. Oh, jeez. Anyway, tough one for Chris Bobby Boucher. All right, panting of the night. Uh, the Miami Heat were down 35. That was their largest halftime deficit ever today. That was uh, an absolute pantsing by the Raptors. Like, they were moving the ball really nicely. They were carving them up. The Heat are like, but we've got great culture. 
Didn't you see our awesome culture? Our culture is awesome because you've got Udonis Haslam dunking, like, shitting all over, like, the Celtics and, like, our culture. It's like, all right, dickhead. Uh, and Luke Cornett, speaking of the Celtics, he got got by Wemby. Like, Wemby just sort of reached over him. Cornett's a centre. He's, well, you know, wannabe centre. He's pretty big. Wemby just sort of reached over him and dunked on him. <laughs> just like, Jesus. All right. Sure. Brutal gear. Pretty funny, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, what about better than Lonzo Ball? <laughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you will get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. The Anthony Penny Simons game winner was pretty bloody nice. I'll tell you that much. But uh, Grady Dick. Grady Dick got out there and actually did something. That was nice. Six points, four assists, two steals. Had two turnovers, but he went two or two from downtown. Fucking, what is he? BJ from uh, the Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> Just out there causing all sorts of havoc, making a little bit of a fool of himself. But he got there in the end, so it's good to see. Uh, and also, how about RJ Barrett? He was really good today. 26-8-3 for the Raps. Zero turnovers. He was a plus 22. He shot 9-14, 7-13 from the free throw line, 1-3 from downtown. All better than Lonzo Ball. All right, do we have a magic tweet of the day? Let's find out. Nobody's entirely ever sure until you Google this one there, Jim. Uh, well, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. It's because I'm sort of flying by the seam of my pants here. Here we go. We've got a magic tweet of the day. Let's do it. Fire it up. I ended an incredible day in New York City at VTEX Connect Live last night. I spoke to over 1,500 business professionals about Dr. King's legacy, my business ventures, and got to reminisce on my time on the Dream Team. I'm beyond grateful to independent Brazilian artist Kana Gartner, who gifted me a 300-year-old basketball made of wood and gold. Wow! Thank you to VTEX founder and co-CEO Mariano Gomidi de Ferraria for inviting me to the event. VTech started in Brazil and has since expanded worldwide. What do we say? <laughs> Thanks, Magic. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did a thing. <laughs> That's so good. All right, let's do some quick yeah, now it's right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Yeah, now nah, it's brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Get your merch. People. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Yeah, do it. NBAAustralia.com slash shop or click through on the socials. Get a coffee mug, get a stubby holder, get a T-shirt, get a hoodie. Get them all. Like Pokemon. Uh, speaking of get your merch, get your merch, uh, I did have McKeegan. Brad McKeegan. Yeah, nah, will we see Lonzo rocking up for his first game back wearing a pair of these weapons? Uh, looks like the big baller brand has expanded finally into cargo shorts. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, by the time I tried to look at this one, uh, the reel had been deleted. So I don't know. Maybe they got dunked on too much. 
<laughs> because it looked pretty fucking hectic. So let's see if they've got one on Instagram now. But it was pretty funny. So let's have a look. McKegan's link that one through. Whoa, those shoes are fucking crazy. It's like when I took this squid to go buy uh, my father-in-law his Christmas present. Um, it was my, you know, fucking, what is it called? Chris Kringle. Uh, and we got him a pair of sick fucking Jordans. And uh, <laughs> the squid number one was just so enamored with like one of those funky pair of just shoes that look like a combination of astronaut and manga shoes. And he was like, Dad, what about these for granddad? And I'm like, to be honest, that'd be fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to do it. No, it doesn't look like they've got it. So it looks like they, uh, McKagan had like a, uh, it was like a pair of, pair of cargo shorts, fishing shorts almost. And uh, McKagan said, yeah, now nah, we'll see Lonzo rocking up for one of his first game back wearing a pair of these weapons. It would be fucking funny though. Pair of cargo shorts. Not bad. Hey, Jim, says I am Matty S. A consistent theme in game wraps is Team X just needs one more shooter slash big man slash ball handler. So, yeah, nah. Do we really need two more teams? It sounds like there aren't enough players to go around already. Yeah, nah. No. No. We do need two more teams. Of course we do because we need my Seattle Sonics back. But when we say that stuff, right, like Team X just needs one more shooter slash big man slash ball handler, it's because I think there is so much talent in the NBA. Like all of these teams are getting that close to being like fully formed and almost like idealized of what they should be. So that's when you go, oh, yeah, they could use like one more like talented big man, one more actual really fucking half decent ball handler. Whereas... <clears throat> what is it, necessity out of scarcity? That's what the NBA sort of used to have to deal with at times. Uh, you know, due to, you know, the different sort of little periods of expansion they did have. Uh, but I'd rather see teams try to make do with what they have and sort of see dudes like the Grim Reaper do up, get the big call up and actually play a shit ton and stuff like that, right? Like Kyra Lewis, oh, I actually sort of forgot to mention, Kyra Lewis is part of that trade. Uh, to the Raptors, like they sort of picked him up from New Orleans as a third team in the deal. And it's like Kyra Lewis is like a first rounder a couple of years ago. There's like a little bit of uh, talent there. And I'd rather see teams be forced to play dudes who have a bit of talent, but might not be perfect and sort of see if they can develop them a little bit more. Like you think about, it's like you look at Detroit this year, they're four and 37. It's not a bad team. Like, they've got good players. Jaden Ivey, Bohan, Jalen Duren. It's just that there's so much fucking talent on all these other teams. Like, Nicky Alexander. Like, so, they, today they play the Wolves, right? you got Jordan McLaughlin as their sort of backup weird point guard. But you're sort of out there playing Nicky Alexander-Walker, slow-mo Cole Anderson as well as your ball handlers. Um, but they've got, like, Naz Reed coming off the bench. They've got Luca Garza and just dudes just not playing. I mean, look at Atlanta. They've got Patty Thrills, Patty Mills not playing. Catch, copping did not play coach's decision. If we could disperse the talent across two more teams, I think it would make for way more fun, crazy, weird basketball. And you might have just sort of like that, that swing against just the fucking layups and threes, super-duper scoring all the time. You might sort of see a little bit more uh, less perfect basketball, but it might make it a little bit more chaotic. A little bit more fun. 
and that's what I'm all about. So, yeah, that's a good one though. I am Matty S. Matty S does a great job uh, sending through the year Niles. I think Daniel Crawford just sent one through too as well. I think I just saw that pop up. Give me one second. I shall throw it up uh, on the thing. There was also, I believe we had another one too. Okay. Oh yeah, Dan Drosher. He sent through the one yesterday about Siakam. Can we trade Siakam? He says we. It's the Raptors. Uh, can Masai send, you know, Siakam for a shooter? And then he replied today, go, well, all for three first-rounders. Looks like I called it again. Rap should have, have, should have me instead of Masai. I come much cheaper. No doubt that he does. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt in my mind that you are cheaper than Masai, Dan. But look, it's a good return on Siakam for a bloke on an expiring contract who wasn't going to re-sign with you, right? Like, you've got to be stoked with that return. I love that. So, it's good... Good vibes, good stuff. Happy days for uh, the Raptors fans. All right, where's the Dan C one? Let's see if I can get this one up. There we go. Hey, Jim. Yeah, nah. If Portland want to get serious about tanking, they are going to have to make sure the ice is clear on the way to DeAndre Ayton's house and get him stealing the Grin Reefers minutes again. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I mean, we were sort of talking this out, right? So, Duop has played almost 30 games. The limit is 50 on a two-way, so they're going to have to guarantee his contract soon. They look so much better with Duop. Like, it's weird. <laughs> Just piss Aiton off. Like, that's what they would have done with Time Lord. You've still got Time Lord there, but he got hurt at the start of the season. Maybe you move Aiton on because he's a spud. Just throw your chips in with the Grim Reaper. But, yeah, that's what you should definitely do. Just keep on icing it up. Uh, I'm popular opinion of the day. That's a good one, Dan. Appreciate that. Just any time DeAndre Ayton just tries to leave his house, just ice up his driveway. He's like, nah, can't do it, can't go to work today. <laughs> just over and over and over again. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, now look at me, please. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Uh, unpopular opinion of the day. I still think OKC kind of threw Josh Giddy under the bus here, right? Like I feel like they could have done a lot more to either help him out, come out with a much more sort of stringent statement, Uh it's the sort of weird crisis PR management, though, isn't it? Of like, we're not going to address this because it's just an internet rumor. Meanwhile, the poor fucking bug is getting booed every time he touches the fucking ball. Like, pretending nothing was happening, just throwing him under the bus even fucking further. Like, unless now we see them play him like 30 minutes a game, 34 minutes a game, because they were just coddling him all along, just trying to get him through this period. But shit, the poor bloke was thrown to the fucking wolves over like anonymous Twitter posts with like seemingly zero fucking evidence proof or anything and it's fucked like people go oh geez jim you fucking don't mind going in on miles bridges yeah because we've got evidence we've seen videos of that fucking psychotic piece of shit giddy is like what one weird unfounded video kind of weird kind of creepy but i don't know what's the evidence did the girl at any point come out and go this is what happened feels weird. I'm sorry, but what he did was wrong. It's like, no. So what the fuck actually happened? No one knows, and it's the weirdest fucking part of it. It's gross. And also, she got fucking doxxed for it, and we still don't know the truth of anything with this matter. Like, it's horrible. Absolutely gross. Anyway. All right, let's do a quick Outback Takeout. It's Thursday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah. Two for one, blooming onions. No prick knows what the fuck these things are back in Australia. What is it? Some sort of deep fried onion to, made to look like a flower. 
What the fuck are you yanks on about? Blowing out your ass. Only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is... Adam Silver very clearly was leading the charge and getting Josh Giddy sort of thrown under the bus just so he could fuck up the Aussies' run up to Paris. That's right. All the Adam Silver back-channeling the world couldn't even stop the Aussies. That's why we're going to win the gold. Only at Outback. And the other one is... I'll tell you what. If the Pacers can somehow go and get, like, Gallinari or something from the Pistons, get one more sort of big wing shooter, just something like that. Maybe go get Kispert or Denny Avdija from the Wizards. Just one more wing to replace Bruce Brown. There is a really good chance that they could knock off... uh, at least one of those top three teams. Because remember, Indy, all this year, they've played the Celtics really hard. They beat them in that awesome game. Uh, what was that, like a couple of weeks ago? They've beaten the Bucks already three times. They've beaten the Celtics twice. Like, just saying, if you add another extra piece or two, the Pacers will be in. The Eastern Conference Finals is this year's version of the Miami Heat. Only at Outback. Not a bad one. Not a bad one. All right, quick break. Be back with the Australian Play Watch and a great moment in NBA. No, what do we got? We've got an excellence and we've got a Shane Hill shooter shoot. So let's do that. This is Shane Hill and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. Australian Player Watch. Had a couple of the Aussies in action today. Uh, it was nice to see. We've actually got the uh, Paddy Mills Game Devil again best sorted because uh, some nice ones coming up. Um, but we had, obviously, the Hawks and the Magic played. Who were on those teams? Oh, that's right. Jingling Joe Ingles and Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills. Best mates. Unfortunately, Paddy Mills copped it, did not play coach's decision because Quinn Snyder's an anti-Australian bastard. But at the same time, he would have also loved to have his old muck, uh, Jingle and Joe Ingles, back. Uh, Jingles, as I mentioned earlier, three points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, three turnovers. He shot one of five, all of which were from downtown in his 20 minutes. But God, it's just good to see him back out there, out there causing havoc. Uh, no Box Hill Benny Ben Simmons, obviously, for the Nets because that's a bloke who gets paid to apparently not play basketball. Uh, we did also have Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landau. Cop that did not play coach's decision against the New York Knickerbockers of New York City, which is dog shit. I'll tell you that much. Uh, the Mavs also had neither Dante or Josh Green uh, for today. I was just trying to check what was going on with Josh Green. Uh might have been just sort of a bit of rest after, uh, you know, he was playing the other day. So let's go with Greeny. Josh Green. Josh Green. That's weird. Josh Green doesn't play and they lose. Just, that's what happens, man. Keep telling you. Yeah. No Exum. No Josh Green. Hardaway starts. Just absolutely brutal, man. Absolutely brutal. Uh, would love to see way more... Josh Green actually playing. So, just trying to figure out what the fuck actually happened to him. Nothing there. Anyway, uh, just didn't play. All right, what else do we have? 
We had the Grim Reaper. I've already mentioned that. The 17-7-3 with a turnover shot. 7-9 from the floor. 2-4 from downtown and 1-1 free throws. Aussie Matty T had three points and three assists. He went 1-3 from downtown as well and 1-4 from the field. So not bloody bad. You'll take that. Pretty good. Uh, let's have a look. Is there anything else about Mavs and Josh Green? Killing me. Absolutely killing me. You damn jerks. No, nothing. Anyway, it was a really weird game as well for the uh, Mavs against the Lakers. So you'd much rather see uh, Josh Greeny Green out there. Bruce Brown would be really good on that team as well, wouldn't he? Just saying. Just saying. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. And Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Alright. This was an easy one today because it got sent out everywhere. I'll tell you what. LeBron has played against 35% of all NBA players. 35%. LeBron's played against 35% of all NBA players all time. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Absolutely crazy. Dude's been playing for one million to years. It just makes sense. Chaos gear. Absolutely chaos. So, yeah. You get that on the big jobs. So, anyway. Tough scenes. Tough scenes. That's just so many dudes. <laughs> just think about that. And the Shane Hill shoot a shoot, shoot your shot, line him up. award. Praise the Lord for I'm healed. It is the Shane Heal. Shoot his shoot. Shoot your shot. Light him up award. All right. This just goes to the Pelicans because they hit 25 three-pointers. Uh, Josh Green was out with an illness, by the way. And Dante was out with his right plantier sprain. Um, but the Pelicans were fantastic. Oh, Dyson Daniels, I forgot to mention him. He actually got out there. It's because he didn't do much um, in that game. A couple of them missed him in the Australian Play Watch. He played 13 minutes. He went 0 of 2 from the floor, 0 of 1 from downtown. He had two rebounds, one assist, and two turnovers, while everybody else was hitting threes. 5 of 12 for Trey Murphy, 6 of 9. Nice for Jordan Hawkins. 4 of 9 for CJ, 2 of 3 for Herb. Herb Jones and 7 of 11 for Brandon Spindigles or Ingram. They went 25 of 47. Talk about fucking lighting it up. No wonder they blew their shit out of the Charlotte Hornets. Not bad. All right, Patty Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in. This is the Jock Landau one that I was mentioning. Uh, he was having a great time. Hanging out in New York uh, with the Missos. Uh, very fun. And he just has had a really good hangout, I reckon, in New York with the Misso. Because they're like... Walking down, is it the Knickerbockers of New York City spot? That looks like the Guggenheim. Uh, he's going in for a coffee, a cup of Ralph's. At Ralph Lauren. Ugh, that's weird. The miso chopping into a fucking crazy looking cake. Birthday vibes, I reckon. And then uh, the view of the bridge. That'll be the Brooklyn Bridge. Very cool. On your jock. Getting out to see the sights of me old stomping grounds. Ah, uh, right. Let's do the game previews. Game previews. Game previews. 
Thanks, inadvertent Bin. Uh, <laughs> Bane? Bin? Jesus, did I just have a stroke? Not a problem, Jim. How are you all going? Yeah, look, I'll get to that in a second when we close out, but um, I've got an unscheduled break coming up in the next week and a half. Uh, anyway, today we went five of nine against the line. We missed a couple of them in the big blowouts. Had Miami. Uh... Missed out on Dallas, missed out on Brooklyn, I think. Yeah, Minnesota didn't cover either. Orlando covered, Boston covered, Cleveland, Cleveland covered, New York covered. Uh, Pelicans covered that big spread, so good stuff. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Washington at the New York Knickerbockers of New York City. This is actually a bit of an interesting one because, like, the Knicks play today. Uh, they beat the Rockets. Pretty tough-ish kind of game. Like, the Rockets don't really lay down with Ime Udoka as their uh, coach. Um Put up a bit of a fight. The Wizards are 11.5-point underdogs in New York with the Knicks on a back-to-back, even though it's at home. The Wiz... Look, we've seen them do it a couple of times of late, just sort of stick with teams and cover these pretty big lines. So let's go with them to do it again. 11.5 is a lot. Uh, The Wiz... Look, they lost by 12 to the Pistons last time we saw them, which is bad. But they beat the Hawks. They lost to the Pacers by 8. Lost to the Thunder by eight. Uh, got killed by the Knicks. Oh, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> to the tune of 16 points the other day. But on a back-to-back, look, let's give Washington the benefit of the doubt in that one and uh, get them to the 11.5 points. Uh, we also have the Chicago Bulls taking on the Raptors in Toronto. The Raptors having played today. The Bulls on the road as favorites. Two-and-a-half-point favorites, in fact. I might take the Bulls in this one. You've got Vooch, you've got Levine, you've got everybody sort of cruising. Raps, uh, they'll probably be rejigging some of this lineup a bit more. Uh, I'll take the Bulls minus two and a half. OKC go to Utah. This game is actually wildly fun. I'm going to take the Thunder again. Another road favorite, two and a half point favorites on the road in Utah. I think this is where the Utah stuff just comes to a bit of a halt. The Thunder just play a really fun brand of team basketball that Utah might struggle to stop. Uh, There are a couple of cracks in the Thunder facade just saying of late like that the back-to-back losses in LA it's understandable for a young team but they don't really have much size you know they had won four straight but they'd beaten the Wiz the Heat the Blazers and the Magic lose the two in LA they go to Utah gonna need a statement from the Thunder I think we get it minus two and a half Memphis they go to visit Minnesota the Grizzlies a.k.a. the Memphis Hustle at this point, a 13.5-point underdogs against the Minnesota Timberwolves who play today. I'm still going to take Minnesota, I think, to cover. 14 points is a lot, but the Grizzlies, look, they put a lot of time and effort into their game last time. We had the GG Jackson game. The Grizzlies, they're fun, they're young, they don't know any better. They beat the Warriors. I just think this is a little bit of a step too far. Just the sheer size of the Wolves should be too much for them, right? So let's take Minnesota minus 13.5. As long as they play everybody, if they sort of maybe rest Cat or Rudy, I'd probably look at Memphis. So we'll try to, you know, if that drops because one of those dudes is out, I'll probably look at Memphis, just saying. And then finally, Indy Sacramento. Interesting and weird game again. I'm going to go Sacramento at home minus 7.5. They need a really big bounce back win after a couple of shockers. Absolutely shocking gear from the Kings, but look, Indy up against, uh, you got no Halliburton, you've got Turner up against Sabonis. Sabonis out there wanting to fucking light up his old team, so let's go to the Kings, minus 7.5. Darren Fox versus Indy, 
That should be a fun one. All right, so I got three teams away and two home teams that we're picking tomorrow so far. All right, so we're back on deck tomorrow and to close out the week for a Friday. And then, uh, so yeah, your mate Jim's going to go under the knife again. Bit of a uh, bit more surgery. This time it's for the, uh, so as I was mentioning, like the thing that was uh, on the roof of my mouth. Uh, yeah, surgeon's like, yeah, we're going to chop that the fuck out, Jim. And I'm like, Jesus, when? He's like, mm, ASAP. And I'm like, can we do it after no effects? And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so uh, I'll have to have a couple of days off from doing the show because, yeah, I'll be on a fucking all-liquid diet. Aren't you usually on that, Jim? Yes, but still. Um so that'll be interesting. So come that Tuesday, January 30, we might take a couple of days off, just saying, because I'll be uh, sideways and struggling. So uh, I'm also going to get my finger operated on still too, so I get to go look at that on Monday. She's a bit fucked. It's killing me too. Anyway, we'll be right. But just saying, there'll be a couple of uh, days where you don't hear from me in about a week and a half. Bit sad, isn't it? Yeah. We'll be right, though. All right, but we are back tomorrow. So in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Show on Twitter, Face IG. We just put up a bunch of reels, a lot of uh, fun little videos. Uh, get around NFL Australia, myself and Gaz. Good chat this week about the playoffs. Uh, you can see me on Fox Sports Lab NFL talking with Matty Campbell as well about that. Uh, all my videos go up on Fox Sports Lab NBA as well. Check us a rating view on your podcast app, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you're using on the Android phone as well. It does really help out. So check out Cricket Today podcast as well as, well as uh, Football Today podcast. All your soccer and cricket needs. Obviously, cricket at the moment, absolutely booming. Plenty going on. BBL, test, all that sort of gear and all the soccer stuff. EPL, Asian Cup. It's all happening. So, good stuff. Get around nbaastro.com slash shop and get your merch. Chuck a big thanks the way I'm from Oslo. They rule. Intro and outro song. Uh, and also to House Hats, Joshua Delorentis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshack, Alami, Iowa, Sex, Shadow, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show, so smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Band, so should you. All right, that's it for today. No skit, because I'm going to get the fuck out of here, because it's already really late. So, sorry about that. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow. You dickheads for a big Friday show. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And, later, Hosanna! Right. I'm sober and crazy and I don't know what I might do.